welcome to the Art of Light podcast. I'm Kanika. I'm a meditation teacher. My purpose with this podcast is to share tips on how you can start creating a better life simply by playing with your imagination. You can heal past pain and traumas, and you can create the high vibration life that you wanted simply by being in a kid's space and just playing a little bit. So let's dive straight in. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Life podcast. Our topic for today is the most commonly asked questions about meditation classes. So these are questions that I get from my students all the time. And I just thought they would be worthwhile sharing with everybody because they definitely make a whole lot of sense. Generally, the first question that I get is what happens in a meditation class? <laughs> That's a really interesting question. What will happen in a meditation class? As you are sitting down and getting relaxed, you get a little detached from the situation that is bothering you. You could think of it as if being in a room that is really busy with lots of people and lots of noise and everything. And then when you meditate, you're actually in the balcony and you are just observing and watching all of these people and the noise and everything. So technically, that's what happens in a meditation space. And what being in the balcony does for you is it allows you to then see what is the noise, what is causing it, and you can just release and you can let go of stuff that is not working for you. <laughs> okay, so that's the real part around how a meditation class works. But if I just generally look at it, you know, how are different meditation classes running? What is the different style of classes? I can't speak about all of them. I can definitely just talk about my own. The meditation classes that I run, they are art therapy-based visualization meditation classes. <laughs> Essentially, you will sit down. You'll have a nice, quiet place to yourself. The sessions usually will be about an hour. And you sit and play with art. We will work on a theme. Sometimes a theme can be like healing your past. Other times, a theme could be forgiving yourself. So just weird themes for every month. We'll actually play with colors. There'll be maybe five or ten minutes of meditation that we do just to settle into the body and then get into the balcony. <laughs> and then we start coloring. And the essence of coloring is to actually start seeing what is happening how is the dance floor actually looking like? And it doesn't have to be perfect. Like I always say, the class is for three-year-olds. <laughs> As in, everybody can just bring in their energy of a three-year-old. They don't have to be perfect. Nothing is really wrong. You can draw outside the line. You can draw a shape. Like there are no skills necessary. Just play and just draw and color. It's really amazing to see what comes out. I'm not saying in terms of artwork, but it's just amazing to see what comes out when we give our hands the freedom to be able to express what they want to say. It's like we detach from our analytical mind. We let the subconscious mind take over. 
And with that, the subconscious mind then gives us some symbols, sometimes some colors. As we play with art therapy and then meditation, then art therapy, then meditation again, you actually get some real good insight into why some things are happening, what you need to let go. Perhaps the most amazing part is that although it can be serious, like it can be a serious topic, you know, healing your past traumas, that can be fairly serious. But it's not really serious because in the meditation class, especially in the art therapy meditation classes that I run, you are on the balcony and you are just watching the whole dance floor. So you're not really getting affected by the trauma, by the pain, by your beliefs, by your blocks at that point in time. You're just seeing what is affecting you. Then in the meditation class, you learn tools to be able to release and to be able to let those things go that don't serve you. So it's really fun, playful. It's non-serious, but it is deeply nourishing and healing, gentle, and kind at the same time. <laughs> Great. The usual question that I will get after this is just around online classes versus in-person classes. And maybe you've been wondering about that as well. Should you join an online class? Should you join an in-person class? How I feel about meditation classes is that the teacher is just there to hold the space. I will, for example, look at the energy of the class, see how things are going. I might change my words like that to enable the flow, to be able to give you a space where you can find your answers. In an essence, you could say that maybe I'm just an observer. If something goes as it shouldn't go, if the energies that are not letting you get into your balcony space, then I'll hold the space for you to be able to get to your own balcony space. That's my role as a teacher. And in saying that, you are the one who does the work in the meditation class. You're the one who looks from the balcony, what is happening. You are the one who assesses what is the stuff that's working for you. You decide what you want to let go and what you want to bring in. So you might decide to let go of some people, some beliefs, and I'll just hold the space to allow you to do that. But you are doing the work. And energy doesn't have the constraints of space and time. So I can see, I can feel the energy sitting here. It doesn't matter. I don't have to be in the room with you. And in that sense, I would say online classes are pretty much the same as in-person meditation classes. There is another thing as well with the in-person classes. Because you're very close and you are physically sharing the same space, there are some other pictures and some other energies that come into play when you are in an in-person meditation class. So for example, you could be thinking, how am I looking? 
how is this person looking? Let's say if you've had not the best day and you were really wanting to release and let go on some trauma, you can hold yourself a little bit back if there are other people around you. Sometimes when we are releasing, we might want to cry. Sometimes we might just have a pain. And of course, in the meditation space, we work through it and eventually the pain goes away, physical pain. There's a lot of stuff that comes up in the meditation space, in a meditation class. It's almost like cleaning a house. Gunk comes out and then you clean that and then you put nice fresh decoration again. So meditation class is similar. There's deep stuff and pain and emotions and feelings that can come up sometimes. And they might not be the best to feel. They might trigger very deep feelings of sadness or grief. If you're alone and if you're sitting in your home, not only is it comfortable, but it also allows you a safe space to be able to release and to be able to let go. It gives you a lot more permission than if you are sharing the space with other human beings. I hope that explains. And this is also the reason why in my meditation classes and I think in a lot of other meditation classes as well, the teachers say that there is no video required. I definitely share my video during the class because I believe it helps the students to be able to see me and to be able to see those expressions. But your video is not required simply for this reason, so that you have the space and you have the permission to just be in your safe sanctuary. You don't need to impress anybody. You don't need to worry about how you're looking. You can literally join in from your pajamas. You can join in late at night. You can join early in the morning. You know, whenever that suits you, whenever you are either listening to a replay or you dial into a class, you can just dial in from wherever without thinking of how you look. That's one thing that goes away. And the other thing that goes away is, let's say if you're crying or if you're feeling really emotional, you just don't have to face people that time. A meditation class is your space for yourself. Like literally, this is possibly the only home or the only safe space in that sense. There's little that you could say or do in a meditation class that will be taken against you. Because the teacher understands that you are releasing. I mean, of course, there is a rule, bottom line rule around kindness, around being respectful. But beyond that, in a meditation class, you can really be yourself. You know, when I went to school, if I would fall asleep in a class, of course, my teacher wouldn't like it. If my thought went somewhere else and the teacher was teaching, my teacher would get upset. But in a meditation class, it is not like that. You are practicing to heal your life in the meditation class. And that involves sometimes coming into your body, feeling that space. Sometimes it feels comfortable. Sometimes it just feels uncomfortable. So you sort of leave away, your thoughts go away and come back. And that's perfectly normal. Even if you fall asleep in a meditation class, 
that's okay. Like your spirit is still getting the whole concept. It's still getting what you are releasing. It's still doing the work. And most likely you just fell unconscious because there was some energy that knocked you over. So even that's okay in a meditation. <laughs> Maybe now that helps you understand that a meditation class is your safe sanctuary. It is a place where you can just be. Whatever thoughts, whatever feelings come up, there's no judgment to it. Nobody judges you here. You see them, you watch them, you let them go. All right. So that covers the topic around online classes versus in-person meditation classes. And I hope it just gives you some tips around how to think of both the classes. Great. Now, the next question is around drawing a blank. So a lot of times students will tell me, well, I draw a blank. Like you were telling me, get these insights and so on, but I don't see anything. I don't understand anything. And this is why... I ask my students to just play. So they're just there. The focus is just on creating, on coloring, so on. We will usually do a five minutes or 10 minutes meditation before we start coloring. And occasionally you'll start getting the insights at that point in time. But sometimes we just have internal resistance. We are not exactly in that free flow place where we allow the insights to come to us. So that's why the other step that I have is around art therapy. We use colors, we play with colors, we draw something and that allows the hands to bring in some emotions, to bring in some symbols, to bring in some colors and textures and that helps with passing that message across. It's almost like sometimes you can go to sleep and you will see something in a sleep. <laughs> but that message didn't come to you when you were awake because there was some sort of resistance to it and sleep allows it. Similarly, when you are doing art therapy and combining that with a meditation class, there's just this thing with not having to say the words there's a beautiful permission in that because you are letting your emotions and feelings come out with textures. Not having to say your words bypasses that analytical mind and you are able to then express something. And then when you look at it again and again, those things seem to make a little bit more sense. There Still, sometimes when I want to find an answer about myself, and if it's a supercharged topic, it might take a few sessions before I get there because I'm just processing it. I mean that because it has so much energy, every time I sit down and meditate, I clear a layer. And then I sit down and meditate again, I clear another layer. And so on and so on. Till the time I'm neutral enough, I'm able to stand in the balcony to be able to see the dance floor. When I'm really charged, I want to be up on the balcony and look at the dance floor. But it's hard. When I can clear my pictures, when I can gain a little bit more neutrality, and that happens as you keep meditating or playing with that therapy, that happens, the neutrality comes then you are able to eventually step into the balcony and clear it out. 
So even when you're drawing a blank, don't think things are not working. It's still working. You have, you know, a long life that you've lived here on the earth in this lifetime and probably a lot more lifetimes earlier as well. So there's just some charge there sometimes. And it takes a little bit of work or just playing to be able to work with it, to be able to let go and then start tuning into what was really coming out. It's also a beautiful balancing act that our soul does. Our soul is just so perfect. It will try and give you the message that you are ready for. Let's say if you're not ready for the next step, it won't show that to you. So when a child, for example, starts in school, you know, we'll first send them to primary level, then they'll go to the high school or secondary classes, however the education system might be. But we don't initially just go like, okay, this is science and geography and this is advanced maths or other subjects that you've got to read. We first start with the alphabets, maybe even with just some songs and colors, not even with the alphabets in the very beginning. And the reason for that is baby steps. Like you have to go one by one by one. And that's what your soul does for you as well. So when you are drawing a blank, it is still giving you the answers that you are ready for. So be patient. Don't stress. Meditation is not about stressing. Meditation is about healing your life. Meditation is about being playful, gentle, self-compassionate as well. So it's all right. It's okay. Congratulate yourself on how far You've come, how much you're able to do, the questions you're able to ask, the insights you are getting. That's amazing work. Don't stress on what's not happening. It will come. It's probably right there. There's maybe just one more picture that you've got to blow and then you will be able to see what's standing behind that. <laughs> so don't stress. Okay. One last final question that I'll cover for this session is, am I doing it right? A lot of times I get this. My students will ask me, am I doing it right? I don't know if I'm doing grounding right. I don't know if this was supposed to go here or so on. <laughs> and that's where I come back to my previous comment around Meditation classes that just your safe sanctuary. It is absolutely okay. Whatever you are doing is right. Don't worry. Your spirit knows what to do. Your soul knows what to do. It is guiding you. In the physical world that we live in, we are very much tuned into thinking, oh, you know, this has got to be like this. Like this is the perfect way. I've got to solve this problem like that. I have to leave at this time to be able to get there at that time. We just have lots of rules every day that we've got to follow. But in a meditation class, in your safe sanctuary, in your safe space, these rules don't apply. The meditation class is a space for you to come down, relax, play, be easy with yourself three-year-old remember so three-year-old kid 
doesn't worry. Three-year-old kid isn't worrying if they're coloring properly. Three-year-old isn't really worrying if they're writing the alphabets properly. They will create a mess and they're just having fun with the mess while they're playing. And that's what I encourage you to do as well. Whatever you look, however you're working with your meditation space, just be kind, be gentle to yourself. It's okay. You're doing it right. It's like any other skill. It takes time. There's nothing probably that you just got up and you just knew how to do. Meditation classes, meditation, it's same way, right? You're showing yourself how to connect with your own insights, with your own higher guidance, achieve your fullest potential. You're showing yourself all of that and that's a new chapter. So just be gentle. It's okay. It's happening. And you will see the results as you keep doing your meditation. I would highly encourage, have a theme for every single time you sit down and meditate because that is the best way that you can see if the meditation classes are really working for you. Like in my meditation classes, I have a theme every single time. We just completed one on healing your past. The other upcoming class that we have is around accepting and loving yourself. In that class, you will learn how to connect with yourself, build a lot more self-compassion, let go of some of the beliefs and some of your own criticisms where you hold yourself back, where you limit yourself. But even with that one hour, after that, you will notice the shift. You will notice how much you've cleaned yourself. And then that's a great way to see that your meditation classes or your meditation practice is really working. And then you will know that, yes, it doesn't have to be perfect in the meditation world. You really don't need to do any particular effort or be perfect, you know, do it a certain way, certain time. Nothing like that's required. Meditation is about relaxation. It's just about getting in the present moment. It's about spending time with yourself. It's about being on the balcony and looking at yourself on the dance floor. And all you've got to do is look. There's nothing wrong with it. If you fall asleep while you're on the balcony, that's okay. If sometimes, let's say, you feel a little bit drawn to the dance floor and you go like, oh, you know, I really deep dived into the emotion and I started feeling it. That's okay too. Just come back up the balcony. <laughs> you are absolutely doing your meditation class right. You just can't do it wrong. So with that amazing message, and hopefully I've answered a couple of your questions on meditation classes, if you have more questions around meditation, please feel free to forward them to me. I would love to answer you and provide some clarity based on what I know. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next time. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Life podcast. I couldn't thank you enough. I love sharing these messages about improving our life, just playing with meditation and simply reframing our thoughts, having a better life in that process, healing and creating a life that we really want. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you can, just pop in a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. That really helps other people find it as well. It 
helps me share this message far and wide with more people around the world. If you wanted to share or listen to some of the resources that I've mentioned in this podcast as well, you can just browse through the show notes or you could also visit the website at artoflifecenter.com. That's where you can also find my upcoming classes. And of course, you're more than welcome to join me and I would love to see you there. So that's it for this time. Thank you again for joining me on the Art of Life podcast. I will see you next week with a fresh new episode. Till then, keep crowning, love your life. Bye-bye.